Hello everybody, welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God in anime on our sides. My name is Greg, and today I am joined by Nick, and I think the person who is our most popular recurring guest. Right, Nick? Yeah, he has the highest viewed <laughs> uh, highest viewed podcast that we have. <laughs> Dang, that's actually crazy. But yeah, if oh, you guys... that makes me... <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know who it is, we have Ken back with us. And he's he's here to give us just another another lesson, another teaching about actually a different anime this time. Uh, the past two times that we've had him on, he's been talking about My Hero Academia, but now with the new season kind of just ending, the new seasonal animes just ending, uh, he's come back with some more stuff. So I mean, I'm I won't lie, I haven't I don't watch this <laughs> I don't watch this series yet. But Nick and Ken both did. And so, you know, Ken, take it away. Good morning. It's 9 p.m., but oh, well, let's 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 go. Wow. Um, so we're talking about ReZero today. Um, should I just assume everybody knows or give sort of a overview of what's going on in this anime? Uh, I think you can probably do a little bit of recap, like, if you're going to talk about some characters, introduce the characters. I know that there's a very interesting, like, plot, uh, plot devices and all that kind of stuff. I mean, me and Nick have talked about the series, like, yeah. a decent amount already, so oh. you don't need to go okay. super in-depth, but just a brief okay. overview. Okay. You could do, like, a synopsis or something, like, just something yeah. brief. Starting from the first season, so our main character, his name is Subaru, and he... So ReZero is an isekai anime, which means the main character gets transported to a different world, a different dimension, or something like that. So Subaru, our main character, just gets transported to this place out of nowhere. And then he just instantly changes from like being bored to being like super excited. And he's like, oh, I'm in this world now. And he has all these expectations. And he's like, I'm going to have all these powers. I'm going to like get all these girls. And he has those typical thoughts that you're typical shut-in otaku anime-loving person would probably have. And as he continues to live in the world, and this is like the first couple episodes of the anime, he's like, wow, this is actually hard. I'm I'm actually rejected by a lot of people in this anime. And he meets this girl named Amelia. And Greg, I think you've talked about this before on another episode where you talked about being known, where this girl, Emilio, is the first person he meets that actually spends time with him, acknowledges him, and, you know, treats him like an actual, real human being. And that means so much to him. So he ends up doing a lot to help this person, and he also finds out that he has this power. He dies in that world, and then he finds out he has this power. He calls it return by death, which means... When he dies, he gets reset back to his checkpoint before his death, and he gets to pretty much do everything over again. So the entire first season and you know, the second season, too, just follows him through this journey, and a lot of it's just helping this girl, Amelia, and he dies over and over again, and he goes through a lot every time he dies. And I actually went through and counted how many times he died and he's since episode 38 which is episode 13 of season 2 he has died 17 times uh two of them were suicides and one was painless but for the most part they were very painful and gruesome deaths so this anime a lot of people i feel like don't really appreciate it or value as much as they should because it, it seems like a lot of people view it as an ordinary show but i genuinely believe that re-zero captures suffering and so many other feelings better than any anime ever will and that's just because the nature of the protagonist who can come back to life over and over again and experience things over and over again where no other anime really has that because once you die in most other anime, that's it. There's no more. And so throughout season one and even season two, Subaru is always told or often told that he is 
despised and he is killed by people over and over again. He emotionally breaks down over and over again. He puts his life on the line and he sacrifices so much constantly and so many times he just wanted to give up and he felt powerless to do anything about his situation. He's made tons and tons of mistakes. He's given himself a hard time for it. And um, I actually counted how many times he broke down too throughout season one and season two. And I think it was like four times where he was mm -hmm. just like either breaking down or crying. And the episode just ends with that. And I also counted how many days Subaru has experienced in this world. And at the point of the end of episode 38, he's spent about, I would say, around 62 to 63 days in this world, which is like around two months. So in those two months, Subaru has died 17 times. He's been rejected over and over again. He's made many mistakes. He's been he's had his like mental state broken down over and over and over again and, and the thing is the worst part about this is that he can't tell anybody because the nature of his power and he calls it return by death the nature of his power is that if for some reason whenever he tries to tell somebody about it he feels like this gripping on his heart and he's not able to say the words i can return by death and if he ever does successfully end up telling somebody about it, that person just ends up dying. Uh, and that really sucks for him. So he's, he essentially has to keep everything he has experienced, every single iteration of his life, all those 17 times and everything that he went through in those 17 times, he has to keep all of that to himself. He can't talk about it. And that's an extremely painful burden to bear. He can't say to anybody, I've seen you die like five times. He can't say, I've seen this person kill me three times. He can't say any of that because as soon as he does, he just, you know, the, the person just dies. <laughs> and um, it's this episode in season two that I want to talk about where it's episode eight of season two which is episode 33 overall and Subaru's is just on his you know his usual routine of helping people making mistakes getting killed all of that stuff and then this time his death involves getting eaten alive by a bunch of bunnies and this this bunny is like this demon beast that's part of the world it's kind of hard to explain but it's the most painful and gruesome death he's experienced like the bunnies literally eat him alive and uh wakes up at his starting point and there's this character named echidna and she's one of the witches in the world of re-zero so re-zero has i think it's seven witches in the world and most of them are dead except for one so in in season two Early on in season two, Subaru meets this witch named Echidna, and she's the witch of greed. And this this time is the second time that she brings Subaru into her little room or her little created space. And they start having a conversation. And in this conversation, they this is and this is right after Subaru was eaten alive by the bunnies and he was just revived. They, they start talking and then Subaru was like, oh, I have this thing and I, I can't tell you about it because I don't want to see anything bad happen. And then Echidna's just like, it, it's okay, tell me about it, I'll be fine. And Subaru is just, he, he braces himself and he's like, I can return by death. And, and he has his eyes closed and he's just like, I hope she's not dead. I hope she's not dead. And then he just opens his eyes and then she, he sees her sitting there completely unharmed. Nothing's happened to her. And he just breaks down and starts crying. Because at this point, Subaru has never been able to tell anybody about his 
power. And Echidna was the first person that he was able to say this to, to say the words, I can return by death. After all those deaths that he's experienced, dying, or at this point he's only died, um, what, 15 times? But that's that's not the important thing. Uh, he's he still died a lot of times. He's gone through a lot. He's been rejected. He's seen his loved ones die over and over again. He's tried so hard to fix everything, to solve everything, and he hasn't been able to confide in anyone or tell anybody. And he breaks down crying when he as soon as he tells echidna and he he's as soon as he does that he just keeps on saying over and over again he, he keeps saying it i can return by death i can return by death i can return by death and echidna is a little bit i'm um, not really freaked out but she's a little offset by his reaction but she's, she says something that's super super important she says i know she says, I've been watching this whole time. Everything you've done, everything you've been through, I know. That, that's the, one of the most powerful moments in that entire anime. That nobody else in that world was able to know what Subaru had been through. And finally, for the first time in these two months, in all this suffering... Subaru hears the one thing that he wants to hear the most, that somebody else knows what he's been through. And then she says to him, so Subaru, tell me everything you've been through, because I'm the witch of greed. I'm hungry for knowledge. I want to know. So tell me everything you've been through. So I want to bring this to one of the important points I want to make, that it's so important to be known, to be loved, and to be cared for. And there's this saying that I kind of stole from somebody else, but I've been using this with my kids at church and a lot of people all the time. Um, and that's, if you only love yourself at 5%, if you're only cared for at 5%, if you've only ever experienced 5% of love or being known, you're only going to be able to love yourself at 5%, and that's what you're used to. And because that's what you're used to, whenever somebody comes along, somebody or something or whatever it is, comes along and loves you at 10% or shows you 10% care, that seems like so much to you because 10% is twice as much as 5%. That person loves you twice as much as you love yourself. And that'll seem like so much to you because all this time you've only loved yourself and been known at 5%. But 10% is so far away from 100%. It's not even half of 100%. And when you put your all into that 10% of love, that you're receiving, you're going to be let down. You're going to be hurt again. And even if somebody comes and loves you at 20%, even if somebody comes and loves you at 50%, that seems like so much because you're still stuck at that 5%. And even that 50%, that seems like 10 times as much as you love yourself, that's still even only half of 100%. And we, we forget that God is the only place and the only one who can give us that 100% of love, that 100% of being known. Um, one of the things that Jesus said that I love the most is Mark 12 has an account of this. And that's when Jesus is asked, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus responds by saying pretty much, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And because of that, I believe, I genuinely believe that the, the most important things in this world are our relationships with God and our relationships with other people. And, you know, there, there may be, we may be feeling like Subaru. There may be other people in our lives that are feeling like Subaru. And, you know, there's, 
a part of responsibility for us as well to to show them that 100% of love from God that they may not be receiving. Because if we don't show them that 100% of love, then others may come along and show them 10%, 20%, even 50%. They may show them that, and they may be so captivated by that, that they'll just put their all into that 10% of love. Because in their mind, they're thinking like, oh, my church or my friends don't love me more than 5%. I'm going to seek for that thing that's more than 5%, but not 100%. And they're going to find that thing. They're going to put their all into it, and they're going to be hurt over and over again until somebody finally decides to come along and show them that 100% from God. And in this in this case with Subaru, um, I actually want to talk about something a little bit personal for a second. I, I remember watching this episode two months ago, and um, the day that I, I watched this episode with one of my friends, and I, I didn't cry when I watched this while I was watching it, but that night that we watched it, we went out and did something. I met up with one of my other friends as well, and we were just all together, and he, even though he's a Christian, he was very accusatory towards me. He was not very understanding towards me and he was not very respectful towards me. And um, there was a lot of arguing and I didn't really feel good about how he treated me. And I've since then argued with him as well. And it, it just sucked. And so I watched this, I watched this episode where Subaru finally tells Echidna about Return by Death. I watched it on uh, August 29th, 2020. And I know that's like super irrelevant information. It's like on a Saturday. But the reason why I say it's on a Saturday is because literally the next day after I watched that episode, I was in church that day. And the pair, um, the sermon that day was about the parable of the Good Samaritan. And that parable is about a Jewish traveler who gets beaten and robbed and left to die on the side of the road. And the, in that parable, um, I think it was two people. Um, I think it was a, a priest from the temple and somebody else. Somebody you would have expected. Two people that you would have expected to help him passed by him and didn't do anything. And then the third person who passed by, a Samaritan, the, the person who you least expected to help the Jewish traveler, ended up helping the Jewish traveler, ended up um, not only helping him, but paying for his stay and his care at a hotel. That, that Jewish traveler, or not Jewish traveler, that, that good Samaritan loved the Jewish traveler at 100%. When those two other people who passed by him didn't even love him at the 5%. And, and when, when I was just listening to that, I was just, I started crying. And, you know, nobody could see because we we're just sitting there on um, online at our Zoom calls with our cameras off and our mics muted, listening to the sermon. And I, I was just crying because I was thinking about what had happened the night before with my friend. I was thinking about all the things that, I had done in my life and th there's just this feeling of such deep emptiness in my heart thinking that I don't even have this good Samaritan in my life that so many people in my life I would even go as close to say almost everybody just passes by like those two other people did in the parable of the good Samaritan and that wasn't the only time I cried that day um in the morning, I actually go to a different church than my own because my church does a live stream and um, this other church, they do um, they do Zoom meetings instead. So it's like more interactive and I get a chance to build relationships with the youth at that church, which is really important to me. So in the afternoon, though, my church does have high school Sunday school, which nobody really shows up to, but a few kids do. and. Um, at the end, when we were just sharing stuff and I was talking to 
the kids, the very few kids that are there and the couple of leaders there with me, I, I started talking about this episode of ReZero that I had watched the day before how Subaru, for the first time, he was able to tell somebody about all the pain and all the pressure and suffering that he has experienced and gone through over the last two months. For the first time, he has been able to say that. And when I started talking about that episode um, of ReZero, I just started crying and I could not stop myself from crying just talking about this. And um, it was actually, I think it's really funny because my my reaction was actually exactly the same as Subaru's reaction. When he finally was able to say, I can return by death, he just broke down and started crying. And I did the same thing because, the, and this is more personal for me as well, but um, for... I would say at least a year, God has put on my heart this this huge amount of care and this huge amount of ability to build relationships and to love others and care for them and to give up every single week for both of these churches, for my church and this other church that I'm part of. All this time for the youth, I've been preparing lessons for them. Um, I've been building relationships with them outside of this, and I'm doing all of this um, while while in pain and while not having my own needs met, while not having people to confide in and not being able to tell a lot of people about what I'm going through or how hard it is for me. And just like Subaru, just like Subaru, who wasn't able to tell anybody about his power to return by death in the same way I couldn't tell anybody about how I was feeling in the moment, how hard it was to reach out to these people and not be cared for back, to be able to love these people at 100% and maybe only give 5 or 10% back from them. And for other reasons as well, like for some people, I couldn't tell them just because they wouldn't understand or even if they did claim that they understand understood they would have just um, criticized me or tried to fix my problem rather than be there to emotionally support me and for all those reasons all of that building up just like subaru i couldn't tell anybody and when it reached that point for me i broke down and started crying just like subaru did twice that day and I want to say that Subaru actually is really similar in that regard as well. Because even though Subaru is suffering and he has so much that he's keeping inside, most of the time he's just goofy. Most of the time he's just happy-go-lucky. He's super energetic and he's cracking jokes all the time. And nobody knows any better. No, Everybody is just like, oh, Subaru is just dumb and happy all the time. But no, the truth is that below that facade, he's suffering so much below that facade he's died 16 times and he hasn't been able to tell anybody about that it's not just the deaths it's the emotional pain of seeing other people die and the emotional pain of messing up and failing on top of having to already experience the pain of death 16 times but Subaru keeps that happy-go-lucky facade until you know he's finally able to get that release, finally able to get that sense of being understood, being known, being able to tell somebody about it. That's so important. You know, um, and we're talking about so much about loving others at 100%. But then the thing is, this episode was like so hard hitting for me. And at the same time, like literally three or so episodes later, you find out that Echidna did not love Subaru at 100%. So in the, in the last two episodes of season two, 
or what's been aired of season two so far because they're on the break right now. So this is episode 37 and 38. And these two episodes, um, Subaru is invited back to Echidna's little space. And he meets all the other witches there as well. And that's that's where Echidna reveals her true intentions. She's saying, I want a contract with you, Subaru. And Subaru would have accepted it if not if the other witches had not been there to stop him and tell him that Echidna's intentions were not all good. So that that's a side note real quick, because I think it's important that um people will make mistakes and just like the other witches stopped Subaru, I think there's a responsibility for us in our lives to be there for others in case they may make mistakes that they'll regret. But anyway, um, Subaru is there with all the other witches. And then finally, Satella, the Witch of Envy, shows up. And, and this witch, the Witch of Envy, she's actually the witch that gave Subaru this power to return by death. And Subaru starts uh, getting really angry. And then he's like, you're the one who made me like this. And he starts talking with the other witches about how uh, he wants to fix everything on his own. But then they tell him, oh, it's unfair for you to decide that you're the only one who gets to suffer. And then Subaru goes on to say, uh, who else could have done the things that I could have done? And then he just keeps on getting angry at everybody and says, as long as I get hurt more than anyone else so I can protect them, no one else will ever have to suffer at all. It's not like anyone cares what happens to a loser like me, right? If only I had been stronger, if only I had given up more, I could have prevented it. And then he says, I, I don't want to lose anybody else. And the witches again tell him he doesn't have to do everything on his own. And Satala finally speaks up and she says, why don't you realize that you should be included among the ones you wish to save? And then he, she keeps on talking and says he doesn't have to suffer so much, that he doesn't have to be so sad. And, and here's where the important part is. Satala tells Subaru to love himself and treasure himself. And she reminds him that People grieve when he dies. And, you know, of course, there's more to it than that. They talk for a while, but Subaru finally says that he will try to love himself a little more, even if that means relying on return by death less. And, and he says it's going to be hard, but the important part is that he says he's going to try. And that's sort of what... what happens in the last episode of season two and there, there's a little bit more at the end but i want to bring this back to what i was talking about earlier in mark 12 when jesus was asked the two greatest commandments jesus said to love god and to love your neighbor as yourself and okay maybe people could just say like Jesus said that because people were really full of themselves back then, and he wanted to use that as an example for how much you should love other people. And I think you can see it that way. But the way that I see this is that Jesus added that phrase at the end. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. He said that on purpose. Because if you don't love yourself, if you only love yourself at 5%, how can you possibly love others at 100%? If you're not being poured into, if you don't love yourself, how can you possibly know how to love others? And that means not only should we love God, not only should we love others, but we also have to remember to love ourselves. And that's also exactly what Satella tells Subaru. And I just found that parallel to be just amazing. All this time, Subaru was trying to do everything by himself. He didn't have anybody to rely on. But finally, hopefully from this episode on, in the next half of season two, Subaru is finally able to 
rely on others, finally able to love himself more, give himself grace. And that's why it resonated with me so much. In all this that I've been through in serving in my church and not being poured into myself, I always forget to care for myself. I always forget to love myself. And I sacrifice so much for others that I don't take time for myself. I forget to take time to rest. I forget to go back to God and I forget to rely on others and ask them for prayer, ask them to help me. And just like this was a reminder for Subaru, I want this to be a reminder for us too. And my last bit of encouragement for this is that even though Subaru was working so hard, even though most of the people in his world probably don't know about all the times that he's died. Well, they definitely don't know about all the times he's died. And they don't know how much Subaru has been working behind the scenes. They don't know how much effort Subaru has put in. They don't know how much Subaru has sacrificed or how hard it has been for him. But that episode where Subaru is finally able to tell Echidna, Echidna told him that she knew, that she saw everything and that she knew. And even though Echidna didn't say that to be perfectly loving, in our lives, our God sees what we do. No one ever, no one may ever see what we do for the kingdom of God. And we may never be able to like tell people about it. We may never receive the validation or the support or those other things that we may want from other people, but God sees. And in that situation, God is just like Echidna saying to us that he sees, he knows, he's been there all this time. And he says, well done, good and faithful servant. And that, that phrase means so much to us, something like that. It would mean so much to us when just regular people say it to us. How much more will it mean to us when God says it to us? And we're put in positions where we can care about others and let them know that they're known and loved. Um, just like Satella reminded Subaru that he's not alone in this, that he can rely on people. Um, I want to be able to remember that as well. And I want to remember that God sees us, that God knows us, and that we're able to love ourselves at 100%. We're able to love others at 100% and be able to help them and support them through that as well because of what God has done for us and i think that's a good place to um, put it there's a lot more i could talk about in re-zero but this was just huge for me mm. yeah I was, I was i was thinking about what you're saying um i do agree on like a lot of senses of re-zero because i love re-zero a lot and i do feel for um subaru a lot and we can even talk about a lolly that's in there that we could talk. I don't know if you want to talk about that. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest parts is being fully known and fully loved, right? So being, I think, well, what we've been talking about is Ekadana fully knows Subaru, right? Yeah. Yeah. But she never fully loved him. She never really cared about him. She cares for him because of his knowledge, because of what he is doing and how he can return by death. Um, because she wants immortal uh, mortality, right? Yeah. But she never fully loved him. And I think that's what happens at the very end where they're at the contract and she's like, I'm only using you as a tool. 
because I want to see every possibility because she is the witch of greed. She wants to see everything about uh about like Subaru and return by death and what he can do to change like his future. We're going to go through every possible future and we're going to find the best one, even if you die a thousand times, even if you die like millions of times, like we're going to find the best path and we're going to keep on going until like, you know, we got there. Um, and I think like if we look at like what God does, he fully knows us and he fully loves us. I think what's really crazy about like ReZero is that like Amelia, I think, really does care for Subaru. And I the beginning of season one and the end of season oh the beginning of season two and the end of season one, if you watch the director's cut, is you know, who's Ren, right? And I think we like the reason why Subaru leaves that path of leaves that path of like, you know, breaking down and like giving up is because of Ren. And that's because she fully loved him, even if she did not know, fully know, like, everything that was going on in his head. And I think, like, he realized that, like, he cherishes it a lot. And then I think when he finds out that Ekadana um, knows everything that he's been through, I think that breaks him even more. Because it's like, wow, I, found, I finally found someone that fully understands me. And then with Rem, it's like, I finally find someone who fully loves me, even if I'm trash, even if, like, I'm slothful, even if I'm prideful. Um, like, she still loves me. And that's why we're all simps for Rem. Um, <laughs> Yo, what the heck? Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm, I love Rem. Like, <laughs> who? Um, no, I, I, I fully agree. I think, I think, like, a lot of times... Um, we try to find the same like love and understanding in people, but we can never get a hundred percent that we want, right? Mm-hmm. I I think when you said that, like we have to love ourselves like a hundred percent so that we can love other people a hundred percent. I don't think we. I personally believe that we truly can't unless we have God, right? Unless unless the the spirit's working yes. in us and like I, I agree with that. Yes. Yes. But I think a lot of times, like, we have doubts, and a lot of times, like, we can't truly love as much as God loves. And I don't think, I think we can try. As you said earlier, I think we can try. And I think a lot of people, I think, not gonna lie, ReZero is a sad boy, like, <laughs> anime, uh, sad boy manga. Um, and I think, like, people that have depression, people that have been going through slumps and like people that want redos in their lives, like this is a good, this is good anime, and a reminder that like all you gotta do is just keep trying, and keep going, and try to look for the best path, even if it sucks. Keep going, cause Subaru just keeps on going, even if it sucks, cause he knows that people around him do care for him, and he wants to, and he loves him a lot. Like there's no reason why he's doing this other than because he cares for Amelia, and he cares for, um, Rem and for. Um, all the other characters that he has met, and I think that's um, I think that's wonderful as well. I also re- I, I got super sad just watching the, I think it was like the opening credits or no the uh the opening for season two, because you see him like keep up he you see him run down like this this path right and he's dying like left and right and he's saying like I'm doing like how do you remember Ken like how it's like pictured like he's running and he's just dying like right and left and he's keep on going and it's like i'm doing this for you mm-hmm. i i don't think do they showed the open are you talking about the opening sequence yes the opening oh they showed it like three times so i don't like remember it at all dude you skipping you skipping bro <laughs> no i didn't i didn't <laughs> skip but they they only like they just did not put the opening in season two. They they did like three times. Yeah, because they're they had to like unpack so much lore um in each episode that they had to take out like either the ending or the opening. Um but no, I, I really like I think from season one, like you can truly understand that this man's suffering and just watching that opening of him like suffering over and over again 
and all his crazy deaths is just like it just hurts and i think also i felt really sad when like he started breaking down in front of ekadana because he finally feels like he's known and he's not alone anymore and we can talk about like loneliness as well with um rezero as well because there's another there's um uh um what's her name um the girl on the lolly that's like in the library yeah let's go yeah because she's super lonely because she's Greg, you gotta watch this but she's (laughs) she feels very lonely and she's waiting for somebody to um come into her life and and like complete her contract that she has right and she's been there for like what 300 years like 500 years Uh, I was in the middle. Or I, <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, nice average it out. Um, but yeah, she's been there for 400 years, like constantly waiting and waiting and waiting. And I think Subaru finally understands like what she's kind of going through because he was alone in this world, not knowing anybody other than Amelia when he got here and like not having un- anyone to understand him. And I think when we you got when we don't feel understood, I think that's when we feel the lonely, like the lonely, like I don't know when we feel lonely, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can't say it, bro. It's so hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think well at the end he's like, I'm gonna save her, I'm gonna save um Beatrice, and I really felt like I I really. I really love Subaru because he actually like wants to save. He has a savior complex. Not gonna lie, <laughs> like he wants to be kind of like the Jesus of the group. Um, but in a sense, he's not. But he's trying to, like, you know, be able to save the people around him as much as he can, even if it means to suffer, mm-hmm. even means if it, even if it means to like. I don't know. It's not like I think we we obey God and through obeying God, like there there is suffering in the things that we do, and that's what Jesus did. Like when he's at the when he's taking the the cup, he's drinking he's drinking it, and he's like calling out to God, saying like, "Pass this cup from me now. If not, like like your will be done." And his and God's will was that you know Jesus was going to die on the cross and suffer and lose all his friends in the in the time being. And I think for Subaru, like, his suffering is all these deaths, all these mishaps, like, he's being misunderstood multiple times, in which that's why he breaks down so many times, because he, no one understands him, no one un- truly, like, as we said, like, he, he tries to tell people about his power, and, and about, like, I don't know, his suffering, but he can't. Um, but he walks this, like, lonely road, but I think, as you said, Ken, like, um, like he finds that he needs to love himself, and he's to, he needs to rely on others, and I think that's something that we Christians need to do as well, because mm. we are weak, and we need God first, but we also have community for a reason, and we are we need to reach out to that community, and be able to say like, yeah, like I'm suffering, I I need help, and like throughout the whole anime. Um, you have best boy. Um, what was his name? <laughs> Otto. Uh, best best boy Otto. My <sighs> what a guy. Um, he's like, I'm your friend. Like that, I, that's... like I, I wanna, I wanna help you as much as I can because we are pals. We are, we're gonna ride or die. Um, because he he truly like under he's truly like looking at Subaru and is like this guy's a good guy. Like I I I want to be with this guy. Like just wanna like you know hang out with this guy and like truly support him and it, Subaru doesn't see that until like the very end he doesn't see that to the very end and I think that's something that I don't know Subaru is going to learn in like the next chapter uh, the next like season and I think that's something that we need to like understand that there's people that truly do want to help truly do want to help um like us or the people that are down and sometimes we need to accept it or we need to ask for it. Because we aren't walking this journey alone. So, 
yeah that's like a big part of my gist i i, I really love this anime as well um we could talk more about it if you want if you have any other questions but i think everything's pretty good yeah this is great all this about community and re relying on others as well and you know that we're all connected to jesus john 15 abide in him and he and us i don't think that's exactly how it goes but <laughs> that's the idea <laughs> nice dang yeah. you guys uh you guys had a lot to say about this do we love there's, this there's more i, I, I can yeah i can more. tell that there's more so i mean yo ken if there's more you can always come back tell us more but i mean we're we're, we're kind of coming along here um i mean do you guys have i have i have a little bit to say um i mean i probably won't share too much but like yeah i think it's i think it's um i think like thematically re-zero is uh it sounds really interesting um maybe i'll check it out maybe i'll check it out but uh something that it actually uh reminds me of a lot is the monogatari series um i don't know if either of you two have actually watched it but yeah so it's like it's it's really long it's like a hundred something episodes in total uh but i mean the main character basically sounds like a lot like subaru where he like really wants to help other people but then in the process he neglects himself and mm -hmm. uh i mean if you like like i want to say if you like that part of that aspect of re-zero you might like monogatari but also monogatari is really weird a lot of really sus things happen so th that's your forewarning guys it's also like kind of long and there's a really like it's not a weird watching order but you can't just watch it straight through um but yeah that's something that you should check out if you want to watch more and it's it's just really well done in my opinion mm -hmm. um the monogatari series I think, but there's like there's like 13 seasons or something like that, and like two of them are like on my like top 10 season anime of all time, but uh, really? other others of them are very very average. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think that I think that's pretty cool. Um, you're definitely making me want to watch it. Uh, I hope I hope people who are like listening in who haven't watched it yet also like kind of get that feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, do you guys have anything else you want to add? I feel like I'm forgetting something super important, but if if I am, maybe just another time I'll remember. <laughs> yeah, I think overall, um, God fully knows us, and he fully loves us. Um, I think a lot of times when we think about like being fully known, we, we show like the darkest parts of our lives. And we're scared that people won't love us because of that. I think we know that this God that we have um, truly does love us um, and know us um, with our imperfections and all these things. Um, and if you guys don't feel like you're, you really truly understand that, or if you guys feel like you're alone or not loved or not understood, I think, yeah, you could reach out to us you can reach out to your community that's around you um for that because i truly believe that you are loved um even if you don't see it even if you don't feel it um i don't know if you're truly understood because some people don't talk about their feelings people don't don't tell other people about their struggles and what they're going through i encourage everyone to really talk legit everyone needs therapy everyone needs therapy um, even if you think you're the strongest, even if you think that like men don't need to talk about their feelings, like you know that's BS. Like talk about your feelings. True. Like things things need to come out mm -hmm. because you can't hold all this in by yourself. And there's a reason why iron sharpens iron. There's a reason why we have community. There's a reason why like people like we rebuke other people within our communities and we talk to other people in our communities. This is why we have like. I don't know, like a church, right? This is why we are, I don't know, one, right? If one person's suffering, then we're all suffering. So yeah, if you, I don't know, if you feel like you're struggling, 
please tell somebody. Um, go to God first, love Him first, and hopefully, through loving God, you're able to love yourself because God loves you so much, and through that, you're able to love the people around you as much as you love yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to add a little bit onto that because I did remember, um, and a lot of us are feel like others are hard to love or we may even feel like we ourselves are hard to love but we remember that god loves us despite that and you know if he does that then we can find strength in that to also love those other people who are hard to love because not not only do should we be reaching out to other people when we feel unloved but we should also be reaching out to the people who also feel unloved as mm. a responsibility as a community to care for them even when it's hard even when they're like super cold and maybe even disrespectful and that's hard it's really 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 hard but with god loving them at 100% it's possible and I think I'll leave it at that. Dang. Well, I mean, Nick, I, I'm sure that you, you've just felt very uh, jealous of all our guests being able to have their final words. And so you just wanted to toss one out there of your own. Um... <laughs> all right. So this is the end of me now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick, uh, I'll invite you back next time. <laughs> um, Man, dude, that's pretty good, Ken. And I mean, you've been on here. You've been on here twice already, so I'm, I'm sure you understand. Um, so what you just said, I'll allow it to be your final words for this session. But if you have something more that you want to share, I'll let you have closing remarks, oh, some man. parting words. Closing remarks. Um. I think we covered everything, but if not another time, but if anything, important reminders that even if you don't feel like you are known, even if you don't feel like you are loved, even if you may struggle to love yourself more than 5% right now, know that God sees you, God knows you, God loves you all at 100% and that you are not alone in this, that even if it feels like nobody will ever understand or care, that God will provide those people, those people do exist, and that through this trial, you will be made stronger in the end. And that's, I think that's a good one to end on. Amen. Amen. Pretty good. All right. Well, thank you, Ken. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We are Amen. And with the power of God and anime on our sides, we hope to see you next time. Peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.